A badge of honor. Police officers and first responders wear badges to let their communities know they are here to protect and serve. But that's not how it feels today. And the stress of the job is taking its toll, taking lives through suicide and post-traumatic stress injury. A Badge of Honor podcast features the cast of the same name, Sam Horwitz and John Salerno. Sam, John, and the team offer the first responders workshops through their critical incident stress management teams and mental health liaisons to offer state-certified TCO credit programs that save lives. It's time to smash through the stigma. It's time to heal from your injury, and it's time to back our blue. Welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast. Here are your hosts, Sam Horowitz and John Salerno. Hey, welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam. And welcome to, man, May is just overloaded. Uh, This is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is Memorial Day Month. And it is, what else is it? It's National Police Week. National Police Week, which is today. Yeah, with the Memorial Day. National Police Week. Um, So we are here powered by the OBBM Network. Um, tuning to us on all your favorite pro- podcast channels. Um, today we have an amazing show. We have an amazing guest uh, who is part of our network with Carry the Load. Um, but before we start anything, man, because he's a mili- he's a sergeant major in the military, and you know what? The military stuff is um, with all this woke agenda is has has really um, pissed me off. I'm going to say it right now. And there is a hotel. I don't know if you guys have been watching it because I'm sure they ain't putting it on CNN or NBC, MSNBC or all those other ones. But they kicked out 20 combat homeless vets trying to transition back into society, right? They kicked them out of a hotel, and the hotel is the Crossro- Crossroads Hotel in Newburgh, Orange County, New York, all right? Mayor Adams shipped the homeless, uh, shipping the migrants that are coming in. Now, New York, the sanctuary city that it's it always claimed to be, because now they say they're overloaded, they can't do it no more. They ship them to this hotel in Orange County, uh, New York, and they kick these combat veterans out of the hotel. And here, here's the thing, and it's all about money. It's all about money, because I did a little research, because the Crossroads Hotel... Um, is filing for like chapter 11, everything else, all these bankruptcy things. And for the veterans to stay there, it costs $90 a night. Housing the migrants there, it's 190 a night per person. So you do the math. And they're loading up all, all, uh, all the rooms. So they kick these guys out on the street with one day notice, said, sorry, you got to go. And they're busting all these... Um, migrants in to the hotel. So listen, if, if you feel that you need to speak up and, and talk to somebody over at the Crosswoods Hotel, you can you can reach them at 845-567-0567. Call them up uh, and see if you can book a hotel room there. And um, tell me you're a migrant. Maybe you'll get special rates. So thank you, Crossroads Hotel, for kicking our combat veterans out on the street. And making way for people that aren't even members of this country have never done a thing for this country except come in here and freeload. So that's my rant for today. It is. It is. Uh, well, it, you know, we 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 got another bone to pick with uh, another city. After last week, yes. we announced uh, the Frisco Fire Department, the city council, 
in Frisco and the mayor decided to uh, fire their assistant chief who is in the midst of uh, battling mental health. It was something that was known to the fire department, known to the city council. And yeah, let's treat our first responders the same way by, hey, thanks for your service to the city for almost 30 years. You're fired now. Yep. Uh, it goes on and on. And uh, John, you said this happened. Uh, well, you sent me the link last night in Minnesota, correct? Minnesota, Minnesota a young police officer um, who is battling uh, post-traumatic stress has been asking for help, asking for help, asking for help. And finally, they turned around and said, well, we're not giving you help. And they fired him. They fired this young cop. I think he had maybe six, seven years on a job. They fired him from the police force for asking for help. So the stigma out there, folks, it's real. The mental health stigma is real. And a lot of these big departments, even the small departments, are playing these smoke and mirror games with, with the lives of our first responders. Um, our military is doing the same thing. They're not giving the mental health treatment that is so deserved to our heroes who battle for us each and every day. They are battling each and every day themselves, within themselves, and we have to stand up for them because if they speak up, you see what's happening? They speak up, they're getting fired. They're losing their job, and that's putting them down a rabbit hole that we don't want to have to pull them out of. You know, So I'm begging our leaders, stand up you know, for our first responders. Stand up for our veterans. These are our heroes of our country. You see it every single day. The law enforcement is being beaten down by so many entities through our uh, our so social justice. You look at that, our, our Marine veteran in New York City who, who yeah. went to help somebody. Went to help somebody. And now he's being uh, brought up on aggravated manslaughter. Yep. By woke DAs, by George Soros DAs. This is this is this is horrible, folks. I'm telling you, people are going to be afraid to stand up. You're not going to be able to dial 911. You are going to get exactly what you deserve because you voted these people in. Yeah, and you know what? In the end, uh, everybody deserves the the protection. I mean, we swore an oath. Uh, but more importantly, the first responders and the veterans, they deserve peace of mind. They deserve to, to go to work every day to know that people have their back. And when things get tough, they also deserve to know that they've got an incredible, orga incredible organizations out there across the United States that are ready, willing, and able to step in, to lend a hand. I talked about it uh, this afternoon when I did my mental health uh, Monday Minute about getting out of your own head and the importance of reaching out into getting reconnected with people, maybe like you, that are first responders or veterans and going out and doing something together. And our guest today, uh, he is on the forefront. They have been leading the charge, Sheepdog Impact Assistance, for years with uh, their leader, Sergeant Major Lance Nutt. Sergeant Major, welcome hey, to welcome. the Badge of Honor podcast. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you all today. Yeah, tell, tell everybody who's listening and watching uh, about your incredible background and how you uh, founded Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Well, I uh, 
as you talk about heroes, I was blessed with the opportunity to grow up surrounded by our nation's heroes. My father was a 20-year Marine naval aviator, a pilot in the Marine Corps, and uh, I was blessed to have him swear me into the Marine Corps the year before he retired. So I, I share that in saying that I, I witnessed growing up uh, in the Vietnam era, especially with veterans who were all Vietnam vets. They were my Boy Scout leaders, my my sports coaches, my Sunday school teachers, my neighbors, um, and the power behind the willingness of these men and women to serve their country and sacrifice so much, you know, made an impression upon me at an early age. And then of course I joined the Marine Corps. Um, I stay on the ground side. I didn't follow in my father's footsteps on the, on the air, but uh, you know, it. It stuck with me for years as I continue to serve as a Marine and taking pride uh, in the men and women that I had the pleasure of serving beside. And, you know, I'd been in about a year and a half when I shipped off to Desert Shield, Desert Storm, a quick combat stint. You know, it was about as easy of a, uh, a tour in a combat zone as you could imagine. And I thought, you know, the Cold War had come to an end. Uh, a lot of peacetime, and I, I wrapped up my first eight, nine years in the Marine Corps deciding to get out. And I'd been out less than a year in 2000 when um, September 11th came about in 2000 uh, and 2001. And like so many of us, I could not wait to get. Oh. Oh. He, he's going to keep us on the. Uh... On the, on, edge the, on the edge of our seats. He, he couldn't wait. To, I have a feeling he's going to there say, he there you go. We got you back. Yeah. Sorry. And I, so I, in, in serving and, and getting back in the Marine Corps after September 11th, 11th uh, I end up in what we consider a, a, a war of significance from the standpoint of the toll that it started to take on our servicemen and women. And I remember coming home after my first combat tour in 04, and, you know, thinking, you know, we, this is a time when we need to take pride in our service. Yes, it was very hard in losing uh, fellow Marines and sailors that I had served with. But in coming home with my Marines and sailors and returning to the States, I thought it's now time for us to celebrate uh, what we'd accomplished during that combat tour. And also to remember the men and women that we had lost by living our best lives. And I share that because that's truly what, you know, this month of May is about and, and appreciating the men and women that have so willingly served and died for us. But what really shocked me in coming home was at a time when I thought we should be thriving, uh, I started to have fellow Marines and sailors begin killing themselves. And for me, this was a big wake up call and thinking, okay, one, I started pointing the figure at myself. I started blaming myself thinking, okay, I had failed these men as a leader. Uh, I had not recognized what they were fighting when it came to post-traumatic stress. And then I also started getting angry. This was where my, my trauma began because I started trying to take on the weight of the pressure behind why these men had started thinking that one, they no longer had a purpose, that 
you know, their lives were over for different reasons, whether it was due to combat injuries, combat stress, or just simply their first tour of duty coming to an end and making a decision to get out of the service. I started blaming myself. I started blaming the Marine Corps. I started blaming our nation. And the anger for me really started to trigger um, the thought of why are we not doing more for these great men and women? Why are we not doing more for these heroes, uh, our fellow sheepdogs, men and women that were willing to die for you and I in service to this great nation of ours? And so as I started to face the reality of my own time in the military coming to, to an end, uh, I continued to serve. Multiple combat tours awaited me, but I was still concerned constantly about the need to do more and do better for our nation's heroes. And so as I got closer to ending a 30-year Marine Corps career, wow. uh, I, I knew that I was, one, going to need something to catch me, to give me an opportunity to continue giving back. But more importantly, I recognized the importance of finding a better way to help our men and women recover from the trauma that they were facing and giving them an opportunity for continued service. And so the idea for Sheepdog Impact Assistance came about through a lot of my trials and tribulations in the service, but also volunteering during Hurricane Katrina. Um, there was this opportunity to appreciate helping others, helping is healing, the opportunity to give back. Uh, and so again, you talk about another seed being planted for me and going, okay, wow, imagine if I could spend the rest of my life after my time in uniform comes to an end how powerful that would be for me and having the chance to continue serving my country and the community that I lived in. And so as I got closer to retirement, um, Sheepdog took roots uh, in my home community in Northwest Arkansas. And as I prepared to retire, this organization took on a life of its own and really resonating with veterans and first responders and so many of them approaching me and saying, hey, this is exactly what I need in my life. Uh, and so that's really where the grassroots efforts of this organization began. And to think about how far we've come from 2010 to today is pretty powerful. And depending on how and where you want me to go with that story, I'll kind of let, let it lay there for a minute and ask questions or let this kind of flow according. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, absolutely. We're going to get into uh, more into the organization, the programs that you run. We got to take our first break. So stay tuned, everybody. We will be right back with Sergeant Major Lance Nutt from Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice, my voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. 
and my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam. We welcome Sergeant Major Lance Nutt of Sheepdog Impact, Assistance Impact. Um, you know, before we left, we left on a note on your 30-year retirement, the transitions and stuff. I got a, I got a two-fold question for you, uh, Lance. And this is the mentorship that you grew up with, with all those people around you, those military members around you. Do you think that aided in uh, how you grew up? Having these these strong men uh, in church, in school, in Cub Scouts, your dad being a good mentor built you to the person you are today. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, when I say I was, I grew up in the company of heroes. Uh, I can't overstate the importance of how that molded me into the man that uh, I ultimately would become and lead me to truly appreciate the, the daily sacrifices of the men and women that uh, wear this uniform, uniform of service, whether as a service member or as a first responder. And I share the story of when I was 10 in 1980, uh, my best friend, uh, his father was one of the pilots that attempted the uh, Iran rescue, uh, you know, the hostage rescue mission right after Ronald Reagan took office. And unfortunately, it was another failure. The helicopters crashed. Uh, a lot of Marines and sailors died in the attempt. And the initial word was that his father had been killed. So we went through about 24 hours of him thinking that his dad had died and me being there beside him. And then a little bit later, finding out that he had survived, but he had uh, severe burns and trauma to his body. And I, I was beside him for the next year as he watched his father try and recover from the from his injuries due to him choosing this line of service. And imagining at age 10, um, at that point, truly witnessing service and sacrifice and how powerful it was that these men and women were, were truly willing to die for us. And so at such a young age to be part of experiencing the pain and suffering of the families that uh, at times, unfortunately, lose loved ones due to their service, uh, without a doubt, made a, uh, a powerful impression upon me. And it's why today, for me, this organization is all about recognizing the men and women that are, are willing to put their lives on the line for us daily. Uh, and so it's, it's so important for us as a nation not to forget. And it's an utter travesty that we are doing such a poor job in taking care of our men and women uh, in uniform, especially when they come home having experienced trauma. And we so easily dismiss them uh, the way we do. And especially the, when you talked about the combat veterans that are being kicked out of hotels. Um, I mean, you know, I could sit here all day long talking about that. But uh, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, my life is dedicated uh, to these men and women because of their ultimate willingness to sacrifice for us. It gives you a, a much broader appreciation of what our country is about when you grow up around that in proper mentorship. And that's where I think we've lost it. We don't have the, the mentorship that we have had back then with our kids today. They don't appreciate the freedoms that most people have fought and died for within our country because they've been handed everything. They haven't had those strong bodies beside them to teach them 
so they would appreciate what our heroes do each and every day. My second part of that question was in 2004, you said you came back. Um, and I want to, and now you got 30 years retirement. When you left, and here's a big thing with the homeless vets and post-traumatic stress, is the transition process. Has you have you seen it change from 2004? Now we're in 2000, you know, 23. Have you seen a big change or is it just little changes? You know, it's uh it's sad to say how right when you think things are improving, uh, you feel like we're taking three steps forward and four steps back sometimes, right? Uh, in, the unfortunate side of today is that we are beginning to forget about the war on terrorism, right? We're beginning to forget about what it is that our veterans sacrificed uh, for almost 20 years of combat stress between Iraq and Afghanistan. And, you know, now that the wars are, you know, we still have men and women fighting on the front lines all over this, all over this globe. And um, the, the hard part is seeing people forget, right? Is, is watching as, you know, we take our eye off the ball when it comes to the needs of our veterans. And the perfect example today of kicking, you know, homeless veterans out of a hotel, you know, men and women that have been willing to, again, serve and die if need be for us. And that in itself is an example of stepping backwards, right? Right. I don't think that they would have dared to do something like that 10 years ago, five years ago. But the, the eye on the ball has shifted. And that's why it's more critical than ever that organizations like ours, and there's some really amazing nonprofits out there that assist veterans and first responders. It's, it's so much more important today that we one, support these organizations, and we don't forget what it is that our men and women in uniform do every day. And what's even the biggest travesty is I look at today's first responders, especially those wearing blue, our law enforcement, and I look at them and think of, about how that's how our servicemen and women were treated after Vietnam, right? They were spat upon. They were called baby killers. You, you fill in the blank uh, on how they were mistreated. How's that any different than how our men and women in law enforcement are being treated today, right? And so right. Uh, why is it that we're always repeating the same crap when it comes to finding new ways to disrespect the men and women that are willing to give us everything, their lives? And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's so disappointing to see that our nation, our government can't get out of its own way long enough to do a better job uh, and, and taking care of the men and women that are willing to die for us. Absolutely. And that's why I think it's, you know, up to groups like Sheepdog Impact Assistance and what we do and so many others to, we got to fill that void to find purpose again and help them live and lead the best lives that we can. We got to take uh, another quick break and we're going to get into the specific programming um, that you Anybody that's a first responder or veteran can check out with Sheepdog. We will be right back. Interested in starting a podcast or TV show? Worried about what you'll say and how to keep it engaging? Think you'd like to be a guest on podcast, radio, or TV shows? Hi, I'm Susan Hamilton, owner and founder of OBBM Network, and I would like to invite you to an OBBM media training to get the tools you need for a relaxed and polished performance you'll be proud to share. 
Our specialized training techniques include role play, voice training, and everything you need to deliver a confident, clear, and engaging interaction. Go to offbeatbusiness.com. Go to the calendar and register for a training that's convenient for you. Dates available now, 214-714-0495. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam. And welcoming Sergeant Major Lance Nutt of Sheepdog uh, Impact Assistance. You know, um, we talked about grassroots programs. And they are the, the foundation now, it seems like to really save our heroes. And the programs that you offer um, are just are doing just that, saving our heroes from falling into that rabbit hole, keeping their mission going within their own heads, and allowing them to, to live a, a normal, semi-normal uh, existence in life. Yeah. I- you know, I, I take pride in where our organization has gone and appreciating the the bigger picture is what we call it when it comes to, to mental wellness. Um, we are not a mental health organization. We are a, a body and mind mental wellness organization that appreciates the need, one, to start by getting our, our nation's sheepdogs, our veterans and first responders up off the couch re-engaged and living a more productive, positive lifestyle. And so as an organization that grew out of thinking it was just all about continued service, right? Finding new purpose. We realized that we needed to do more. And it began with getting our veterans and first responders up off the couch, those that had kind of given up on life uh, and getting them back around like-minded individuals. So we started our outdoor adventure program where I you know, kind of refer to it as the carrot and the stick. The carrot is, hey, come hang out with us and we're gonna take you on something really fun, right? Uh, camping, hiking, canoeing, hunting, snowmobiling, skydiving, scuba diving, you name it. If a veteran or first responder came to us and said, I've always wanted to learn how to basket weave while scuba diving, we'd create it for you, right? Anything that would inspire you to get up and so through that, we then started talking about the importance of staying off the couch. So it was all about hashtag get off the couch. Well, we quickly realized that our men and women were going on outdoor adventures with us. And as they were leaving, they were saying, oh man, this was so awesome, but now I have to go home. And I don't know how to deal with home. I don't know how to deal with the, the challenges of everyday life. So we started looking for new oper- new ways to kind of treat what we call all again, the, the big picture mental wellness side of things where we knew we needed to be able to give them the tools necessary to go home and prepare for living a healthier, more productive life. And we partnered with the Gary Sinise Foundation and the Boulder Crest Foundation and starting a, a, a team called Um, the Avalon uh, Action Alliance. And the big funders are the founders of Home Depot and creating what today is referred to as Warrior Path. And Warrior Path teaches veterans and first responders how to use their trauma and take it into growing into what we call post-traumatic growth. So from 
post-traumatic stress comes post-traumatic growth. It's ultimately learning how to take your trauma and use it as a launching pad into living your best life by using that trauma and appreciating that from it, you have the ability to appreciate the good in life. The, the things that so many people take for granted, you know, turning on a light switch, flushing a toilet, having hot water, whatever that might be, it's enabling them to understand the importance of what they've been through they can use to teach others how to live a better life. And, you know, it's a seven day intense peer on peer training program that ultimately gives them the tools they need to live a better, more productive, healthier life. And from that, we also teach the importance of continued service, having a three to five, meaning three to five people in your life that truly want you to succeed. Uh, it's not having people that want to drag you down, uh, encourage you to use drugs, alcohol, whatever that might be. And so through those programs of getting up off the couch, warrior path and continued service, we feel like we've truly found the magic sauce in impacting our veterans and first responders lives in a positive way. Yeah, you know, we are huge fans of the Warrior Path program. We've had Josh uh, Josh Goldberg, CEO of Boulder Crest, on before. Uh, next week, we have uh, Eagle Oak Retreat, who has the Warrior Path program out here in, uh, in Texas. And when you talk about post-traumatic growth and uh, even your, your, the programs that, you know, Sheepdog does from the very beginning, it is... It is learning that you are not bound to a couch, if you will, that growing, using your trauma to grow um, is, uh, I'll say, not a novel concept. But when you tell people that, it's like, uh, I'm using the worst thing in my life to grow. Yes, you are. It's, it's finding your path to be able to do that. And so when you have uh, amazing programs that get you out of your head, that put you with people that have done what you do, or maybe you, you, you know, you were, you served in the same uh, unit in, in the military, whatever it is, or, or you're from the same city in, as a first responder. It's learning to come together as a group. It's because trauma is trauma and utilizing that to propel yourself forward. And, you know, John and I talk about before with, um, th there's a fine line sometimes because, you know, Lance, I'm sure you've seen this with folks that want to dive into the volunteer part and that's all they want to do. They want to give and give and give and give and give while not kind of addressing what is going on, the stress, the overwhelm, the burnout, maybe they have a clinical diagnosis, you know, maybe they don't. And you guys do a fantastic job because of the number of years that you've been doing it, you know, first off, but second, you recognize the sign. You can recognize when someone is just like, I need to do this and this and this, and it's, and it's, that frenetic movement where they're trying to stay distracted rather than finding uh, the juice, if you will, in the program to help them heal. Can you address that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's 
you, you hit on it when it comes to, you know, we talk about helping is healing. Yes, it's very powerful to help others, but you can't help others until you help yourself. And we talk about how people get on a, an aircraft and the flight attendant talks about safety and how when the oxygen mask drops out of the ceiling, you've got to first put it on your, your own face before you start helping others. And that's so very true when it comes to having given so much of your life to service and experience trauma. You've got to know that it's important to first take care of yourself while you're doing the job and you're in the middle of it and especially afterwards. And so, you know, that, that trauma piece can be great in helping you to appreciate the challenges of life and that everyone does experience bad. But the unfortunate side right now is that, especially in our veteran community, they're being told that they're victims and or that they're broken. And our fight is getting them to get back on a pedestal where they appreciate that one, they are the greatest among us. They are the men and women that are willing to serve and sacrifice and that they've got to start taking pride in who and what they are. And that begins with recognizing their own worth and their own value and the fact that they still have so much to give and that they cannot allow their trauma to, to define their future. They cannot allow their past to define what's going to happen with the rest of their lives. Too many of them give up thinking that because of my trauma, I no longer have anything to give or I no longer have a life worth living. And we really talk about the importance of what we call the second mountain approach. Is that your first mountain in life was where you, you experience a lot of that pain, but it's also a lot of successes and victories. And you roll all of that into life's experiences. Now, if you bring that to the forefront of your life today, you now have the, have the opportunity to climb what we call your second mountain. That's where you do a 180, you turn around and you start facing your future in a way that enables you to be so much more successful. And so through programs like Warrior Path that do such an amazing job in enabling these men and women for the first time for many of them in their, their lives today to appreciate the value in what they've experienced and the value in using that to launch them into living a much better life. It is absolutely fantastic. Hey, we got to take our next break. We will be right back with Sergeant Major Lance Nutt from Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Stay tuned, everybody. Hi, welcome to Heroes in Action. I'm Ray Aminat, founder and creator of this training system. I originally made it so that everyone can train for free. We have programs for kids, for women, families, and businesses. I'm an author, speaker, and educator on everything that has to do with violence and bullying prevention education. If you'd like more information about who we are and what our programs are, please go to our website at heroesinaction.us or give me a call if you have any questions at 727 314 2534. We hope to see you here to train. Hey, welcome back to a badge of honor podcast with John and Sam, Sergeant Major Lance Nutt with Sheepdog Impact Assistance. We're talking about getting off the couch, getting yourself mentally healthy. I have one question, and this is probably the, the golden nugget question because I, I'm just gonna say for myself, through my through some of my um traumas. 
I become so unmotivated on on days um, and, and turns into weeks and it turns into months and you become mentally exhausted, right? How do you how do you get someone to take that first step? Because it could, you know, you, as soon as you take that first step, you're going to see the greatness that's going to follow it. But it's that first step, break, lifting them off the couch and saying, come with me. How do you get that? You know, that's a great question. And it's actually probably the hardest part in what we do. And um, that's why I say, you know, we talk about our outdoor adventure being kind of a carrot. Uh, it's, it is finding those unique ways to challenge them, right? Because if I say, hey, come hang out with us and, you know, meet some, you know, interesting people and uh, let's talk about how to live a better life. It's kind of turn it, it turns people off, right? It's kind of that preacher mentality where people think, oh, no, you're just going to tell me, you know, all this preacher stuff about how I need to get up, whatever it might be. But if I say, hey, would you like to go hunting? Would you like to go fishing? Would you like to go snowmobiling in Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Um, that's when you get them. And once we've got them up off the couch, <laughs> I say the proverbial stick is, is us just talking about the, the power behind what they just did. The power behind taking a step forward and the willingness to get up off the couch and start to do something that's more positive in their lives, right? So it's not easy, you know, based on your question, when someone's in a really dark place and feeling sorry for themselves, whatever that might be, uh, you've got to get creative and encouraging these men and women to trust you enough to, to take a step forward. And so whether it's one, the power of friends reaching out and encouraging them to come and do something together, uh, or again, experience something that maybe they've always dreamed of, i.e. a bucket list item. Uh, it, it, you've got to get creative because just saying, hey, let's hang out sometimes is not quite enough. Uh, but it is a challenge and uh, it's something that we fight every day. You know, and that's why awareness, and this is why what we do, all of us, on our great, the awareness, the sharing of these videos, the, the sharing of the stories, the, the bringing forth everything that we're talking about to other people means so much. You know, you don't see these commercials, you don't see these on TV commercials, you know, and I don't know why our networks don't bring this about more of that they show what Sheepdog does. Play it every single day on the TV. Put those commercials out there. You know, it brings me back to, and I'm going to go into a little stick Stick with, uh, remember Stripes? Remember the movie Stripes with Bill Murray? Mm -hmm. You know, here he's, he can't, he's a taxi driver. He can't, he can't do 10 push-ups, right? But a commercial on TV uplifts him. Be all you could be, you know, the old army commercial. And he's like, I got to do that. I got to get out and do that. I got to change my life. And it motivated him to go do that, right? That's what we need. We need less depression on TV and more of Sheepdog sharing the word. You know, in that, in that, um, on a on a wide scale venue, not just uh, at seminars. We need we needed to get into the living rooms. We need people who are sitting on a couch in the living rooms to see this. Yeah, it's about sharing stories, Lance, exactly what you said is getting them off the couch first, getting whether it's a friend and who doesn't want to like do stuff with friends. Um, we I met 
your organization a bunch of years ago at Carry the Load. And you want to talk about an opportunity to meet veterans and first responders, law enforcement officers, um, folks that get you. Uh, that's where I met you guys. And, uh, I think it was back in 2015 when I, when I first started, um, participating and now, um, we get to share where both our organizations are part of the continuum of care. And I want to transition and talk about carry the load a little bit because it's a, it's a national stage for, uh, I like to call it the mental wellness, that wellness piece, um, because it, it with the five relays uh, covering 20,000 miles, no matter where you are, you can take time to get out on the road, to walk, to talk. Everybody out there that's part of the relay team and then what culminates over Memorial Day in, in Dallas is just, you know, mind-blowing, incredible but it is a chance to connect. And what I'd like to do now is we're gonna show a, uh, a video about, um, a short video about Carry the Load. And then we're gonna talk uh, about the Continuum of Care program, uh, Lance, and um, how people can get involved. So here we go with Carry the Load. Eleven years ago, two Navy SEALs from Dallas thought this would be a good Dallas idea. A solemn procession of the American names and faces lost in our nation's wars. To remind us all what Memorial Day is really about. I just really appreciate how much this means not only to Dallas, but the entire nation. Because the thousands who descend on Revachon Park Memorial Day weekend are now part of a movement millions strong. Five relays covering 20,000 miles, spreading the carry the load message across the United States, providing financial support for more than 50 organizations dedicated to helping veterans and their families, first responders, police officers, and firefighters, too. Lost, lost many, many friends in the war, and, and uh, probably too many to name here, but, you know, I carry all of them every day, and we're just humbled and happy to be part of something so great. I've been able to see veterans move from mourning into celebration and good memories of their fallen comrades. So it's really cathartic and helpful in their process to get through grieving and into celebration. The moms and dads, the brothers and sisters, the spouses and the children grieving for the loved one they lost will tell you that Revachon Park on Memorial Day has become a pilgrimage, a place they have to be, a community of people who understand, people who can give them strength, to get through one more year. I'll be here till I can't walk. And th this is just something everybody should do at least once. And once you do it once, you can't stop doing it, just like me. A walk and a Memorial Day mission that they promise will never end. In Dallas, with photographers Alberto Garcia and Sam Cooper, I'm Kevin Reese. So yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is. That's just a snippet of how impactful it is. The the um, the gentleman who said, you know, come out once you do it once, you'll 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 always want to do it. And and he's right um, because the every year that I've been doing it since 2015, um, I have seen uh, the same faces, met a lot of new faces. But that 
it, it is a draw that brings us back together because we have over those two days, we have a group of people who get us. They understand what we've been through and through the organizations that are part of, it's called the nonprofit partners and we're part of that continuum of care. We get to give back to our veteran and first responder communities through the programs that we offer. And it is, it is unlike any Memorial day that you, you will, you will ever spend. Yeah, it really is. We've, as I mentioned earlier, this will be our seventh year participating in carry the load activities and uh, the march there on the Katy trail. And I tell you what, you know, reminding, having an opportunity to remind people about the true meaning of Memorial Day, that yeah, we want you to enjoy your hamburgers, hot dogs, and cold beverages, but at the same time, take a moment to remember why you're able to enjoy uh, opportunities with friends and family. And you know, we got to stop taking things for granted. Um, the freedoms that we enjoy today, someone had to pay a price for. And so Memorial Day is truly all about that. And Carry the Load does such an amazing job, one, of helping people remember the true meaning of Memorial Day, but also to your point um, that there are men and women out there that are still struggling uh, and that we've got to do our best to continue supporting them through whatever recovery effort that might be. Yeah, and so if you're uh, watching or listening and, you know, come on down to Reversham Park, Lance will be there with the staff from Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Got these two huge tents. That's your opportunity to connect. That's your opportunity to say, hey, will you walk with me? I, I, I have to talk to somebody. That's your opportunity, again, to be a, a, around like-minded people, the people that maybe you serve with or that you know from your uh, local police department. It's, it's, um, it's a chance to heal. It's a chance to be heard. And uh, I know that, um, like you guys, you know, we, we all give out our, our information and we talk about how we can help. And, and I really want to encourage people to come to the sheepdog table um, because we don't all heal the same way. What worked for Sam, you know, may not work for, for John and how Lance healed his stuff uh, may not work for other people that he works with. But the one thing that carry the load does is it brings us all together. So like, Hey, I'm looking for EMDR. I can I can find that. Somebody else is like, I don't want to sit on a freaking couch. I want to get out in nature. Boom, sheepdog. And and we all know each other because we've been brought together um, by Carry the Load twice now prior to uh, the Dallas Memorial March. So that if somebody asks and is looking for a specific program, we can say, yeah, hey, you want to go see. Sergeant Major Lance Nutt over there at Sheepdog Impact Assistance. Make sure you introduce yourself and, and tell them a little bit about what's going on with you. And that's what it means, that nonprofit partner. We are all partners uh, in this big yep. healing and wellness playground together. And uh, it, it goes a long way. The one thing I like about Carry the Load with last year, 
You know, September 12th, 2001, you never felt so patriotic when all the flags, the American flags were flying in every household. They were fly, flying everywhere you looked. Rivershawn Park turns out to be that same September 12th where, you know, you get there, you feel the patriotism within your soul as soon as you walk and you can see those flags. And getting back to mentorship, bring the kids down there. Let them experience what it is. Let them talk to a veteran. Let them learn some history, some real true life history. If you, if you don't have a mentor in your life, this is a place to get it. This is a place to really feel what America is all about and the men and women who fought for it so you could have those freedoms. And that's what Carry the Load, to me, has brought to this to Dallas. Great. Yeah. Um, Lance, I put up on the screen for everybody that's uh, listening uh, your website. So I've got sheepdogia.org. If you're listening, again, it's sheepdogia.org. Um, how else can people connect with you um, besides the, the website? No, website's a great starting point. We are on social media as well, just about every platform. Uh, but starting at the website's a great, you know, avenue for locating one, how to sign up for Warrior Path, uh, signing up for an outdoor adventure, finding a team or chapter, uh, possibly close to where you live. We are a national organization with teams and chapters scattered around the country. And, uh, you know, whatever the need might be, uh, we'd love to do our best to support. And if we can't do it, we try our best, to your point on the partners to carry the load. Uh, we try to connect veterans and first responders with an organization that might offer uh, avenues of approach and assistance that we don't necessarily have. Uh, but I've also stressed that all of our programs are 100% free of charge to the veteran or first responder that would like to participate. So whether it's an outdoor adventure or Warrior Path, uh, it is a zero cost uh, to veterans and first responders that are part of our programs. That includes travel. So uh, I don't want anyone to think that, oh my gosh, I can't afford something like that. Uh, we'll, do, we'll make sure that you're taken care of. Well, that is fantastic. Again, go to the website, sheepdogia.org, start the process. You answered my next question in terms of uh, filling out applications and the applications are important. Um, they really are. So go ahead and uh, get started there. Um, Lance, any, any final words? No, just, you know, maybe the point in saying thank you. You know, I'd like to say thank you to the men and women out there that have served and also that are still serving today. Uh, you are not forgotten. Uh, and we, as one of many organizations out there that are trying to do our best for you, uh, if you're needing help uh, and you you know that you need just a little bit more to get you through the next day, please take time to take care of yourself. Reach out to an organization like ours or another that might be in your, your community, uh, but don't give up on yourself. Um, you are truly the best among us and you deserve to be heard and you deserve to be given an opportunity to live your very best life. Uh, and I hope that our organization has an opportunity to show you just how much you mean to us. 
Oh, that is well, fantastic well, and phenomenal. Well, Thank you so much, Lance, for joining us on the podcast tonight. And we will see you uh, in just about, what, a week and a half. A week and uh, a half. Alex. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Thank you so much. We'll be in touch. Thank all you all. Take all care. Right. Bye-bye. Wow, just, yeah. just phenomenal. Um, it, it really is. Like you heard Lance say, there, there's there's uh, get connected. Uh, it's across the U.S. They're national. And um, uh, so just look them up again. Uh, when Lance also talked about being connected and living uh, your best life, Guys, we have been, we have been, gosh, this is, I think, podcast episode 36. Before this, I was looking, it was like Mad Radio. We have done hundreds of, of these, John, and it is finding what works for you. So we want to thank you just for tuning in each week. If, if you like what you're hearing, you know, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate uh, the support. And hey, if you have an organization or business and you want to get on the podcast and run a commercial, we can talk about that too. Um, reach out to us. It's super easy. You can find us all over social media, Badge of Honor Podcast. And uh, we've got some upcoming events. We've got Walk the Bridge this Sunday. Yeah. Again, it, that is a an international uh, movement. And so we are 3 p.m. Sunday here in, uh, well, in, in most places. But what you want to do to make it easy is just go to walkthebridge.org. Find out where uh, people are walking closest to you because it is all about smashing the stigma and bringing awareness to uh, suicide epidemic plaguing our first responders and our veteran community. You heard us talk about carry the load. That is over Memorial Day. Now, I played uh, the commercial, the video, thank you, WFA Channel 8, who's there every year. What you can do and how you can support uh, groups like uh, Sheepdog and us, a badge of honor, as nonprofit partners, our continuum, uh, the continuum of care programs, is you can visit our website, abadgeofhonor.com, scroll down, you'll see Carry the Load banner, click on that. And it'll give you all the information you need. Join a relay if it's coming uh, by you. Again, talk to people, share your story, heal from it. If you're in Dallas, John and I are saying, get your rear end out to Riversean Park. Come up, introduce yeah. yourself to us. We'll introduce you to Lance. We'll introduce you to Eagle. Everybody that we've had on the podcast uh, this month is part of Memorial May that will be down there uh, with us. Um, if you can't, um, please donate because 93 cents of every dollar goes back to programs serving our first responders and our veterans. So it's really, really uh, important. And for all of the events, because we've got them going into June, PTSD 911, incredible fundraiser, that movie, we are selling tickets like hotcakes already again visit a badge of honor.com you can click on the event be the tab. first thing that pops up yep buy your ticket then scroll the rest of the website there you go <laughs> and uh it's only ten dollars it's a fundraiser again we're providing scholarships to our wellness and resiliency uh workshop for uh, our first responders and veterans and so 
With that, we want to thank Lance again for coming on and Sheepdog Impact Assistance for everything that we do. For all of the first responders out there, we are praying for you every single day. Know right here, right now, a badge of honor and a badge of honor podcast. We have got your back. Truly, you need anything, you reach out. Um, you, you're doing God's work, and we can't thank you enough for keeping us safe here on the home front. For all of our veterans who serve, thank you for giving us the freedom to do this show uh, every week and be able to uh, speak our minds and speak out. And for our active duty personnel across the globe that are still fighting the good fight, thank you so much. You are not forgotten, John Take us home. Man, you said, it, you said it all, but to those who are battling right now with Sheepdog, get off the couch. The hardest step is going to be the first one, and they're going to take it from there. Remember, go to Sheepdog and then get off that couch. You can change your life. You can change the life of somebody else's by sharing this. It's the ripple effect. Until that, if you could be anything in this world, please be kind. Thanks, Sam. Have a great night. Thanks, John. See you next week, everybody. Take, take care. care. A Badge of Honor podcast is produced for the OBBM Network podcast and protected under copyright law. For content permissions, please submit your request to abadgeofhonor.com on the content page. For OBBM Network programming information, please call 214-714-0495 today.